Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Anna. And once again, for our Comic-Con episode, we always gotta have Derek from the Geek Dump Fancast. Derek? Thank you so much, sir. I am glad to hear that introduction. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, so before we uh, move on to what we thought about Comic-Con, I'll go ahead and play you my annual recording with David Glancer, the Chief Communication and Strategies Officer of Comic-Con. Uh, a lot of things were discussed. Should be interesting. Take a listen. And we are here at Comic-Con 2022. And once again, with the Chief Communication and Strategy Officer, David Glancer. Once again, thank you for being on my podcast uh, annually at this point, right? It is annually. I mean, this is a, a tradition. And uh, it's interesting because uh, they usually give me my schedule early. And this year, uh, it went a little bit late. And uh, yesterday, I said, um, where's my Sunday interview? And they're all, oh, it's scheduled. I said, oh, okay, that's good. Oh, they didn't tell you in advance? They, they Honestly, they probably did. And I okay. didn't remember. It, uh, and I, I shouldn't say this, but uh, today, we had a discussion this morning. And I said, you know, what we really need to do is, if you don't mind, the night before, give me my next day schedule because I forget. And it'll help me to plan so that I'm right. not someplace I shouldn't be, you know. Yeah, I'm kind, very good same, about that. I'm kind of the same way too. Like I rely on my phone a lot. Like I have the calendar as the first thing I see when I turn on my phone. Absolutely, me yeah. too. Me too. It's very, it's very useful. Too. All right. Now, uh, speaking of Comic Con special edition that we just mentioned before this interview, um, a lot of people have been asking all around: Does Comic Con special edition counts as a year going to Comic Con? Well, I think with the drum roll, the answer is I don't know. Oh and really? I, yeah, and, and, I, and, and I think it. it so we work, yes, we're counting this our 53rd year. And the reason being is we've had a Comic-Con uh, granted in different forms. Yep. But really a Comic-Con since we started in 1970, even whether it was Comic-Con at home, Comic-Con Special Edition, uh, and now we're back to the full-fledged Comic-Con. So it is 53. Okay, all right, understandable. So we can't pad an extra year to our... We've been going for X amount of years. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I have to tell you, yes, you can't. The, the interesting thing, too, though, is um, luckily we had the special edition because that gave us a little bit of uh, an opportunity to kind of, you know, remember how it is to put shows on. But, wow, we, we forgot a lot during the, yeah. the two years. It's get, crazy. Get your, get your feet wet, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So... Hopefully, you know, it went well this year. Hopefully, people had a good time. And next year, we can, uh, you know, really be full, fully up to speed. Absolutely. Um, first off, I want to thank uh, Comic-Con for choosing the Clear app for the COVID testing. I know last year we didn't do that, but uh, Clear app is used by a lot of people, airports and whatnot. So when I saw that, I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I think, you know, we wanted to try to mitigate some of the lines and, and Clear seemed like the, uh, the best uh, solution for that. Mm -hmm. And um, we tried to get the word out as much as we can, and, and uh, it seems to have gone well. And, and, and I think I echo what you say, and that is basically everybody who's used it seems to really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, the lines for the COVID could be the, the, the COVID vaccination test could be long, but when you get up front, just show your clear app, right. you get your badge, you're off, off the races. Right. You know. Good. So um, speaking of masks and all that stuff, I would like to report to you. I think I did this also in Comic-Con Special Edition. I would like to report to you that about 95% of attendees were very, very good with their mask wearing. And we, we tried to find uh, the, that other percentage to let them know that they need to be wearing mm -hmm. masks. And I think what happens a lot of times is 
because people have been very supportive. Yeah. I think what happens is somebody eats something, and I have been guilty of this. Granted, I have a an office that we're in right now that um, I'm isolated, but I will uh, grab a cup of coffee or something and forget to put the mask back on. Right. And but when I walk out, you know, uh, my team, you know, points at me, and and I realize I really need to put it back on. So. Yeah. We're, I think most people are trying to adhere to that. Yeah, I, I've been guilty of that myself. I'll, I'll like come from outside, but you don't have to wear a mask. And right. Go to the door. Oh, put your mask on. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, me forget. too. Yeah. And, you know, you go outside and it's warm and it's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. San Diego's been really nice. And you forget when you come back in, you should wear a mask. But I will tell you, it's great to see everybody wearing masks. Yes. And that reminds me, I'll put the mask I on. I am very impressed with the Comic-Con crowd because I've been to a few other conventions prior to this. And a lot of them were not wearing their masks, even though they were supposed to. Yeah, yeah. you know, one of the things with Comic-Con is um, we have a great deal of security. So mm-hmm. in addition to uniform security, we have augmented security and a lot of uh, non-uniform security. But a lot, you know, a lot of people are very good about saying, you know, uh, ma'am, sir, you know, don't forget your mask. Yeah. And people have been very compliant. It's yeah. like, oh, I forgot. Or, oh, I'm sorry. That's right. So... I'm glad you said that because uh, initially when we had announced this several months ago, uh, there was some criticism, but we wanted to err on the side of caution. I think what really helped, <laughs> it's kind of weird that we're focusing this again. I think I think what really helped was that a lot of people were very, were, they were very nice and courteous about reminding people to wear them. You weren't very aggressive. Right. Because you do hear like complaining the talk back once in a while. Oh, security was so aggressive. Right. I did not see that. Right. So. And I think everybody's been very, one of the things that I keep hearing is I think, you know, Almost everybody has been really very um, calm and accommodating this yep, weekend. I've I heard that so. from several people. All right, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the COVID test there, I love the idea that you use the, the, that, that open space for a driveway for the road for the COVID testing. Yeah. And also the where the bus usually goes through, open for walkway. Let's do more of that. Yeah, the uh, that area primarily uh, was for safety purposes. Mm-hmm. And uh, people may not remember, but actually in 2019, that that driveway was blocked off also. Right. Uh, But this time it made it a perfect location to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, it worked out well. Yeah. We're very lucky. Those years where I see it blocked off, I don't think nothing of it. But, yeah, that's empty space that could be used. Exactly. And we did. Yeah. Amazing. So maybe next year more stuff. Maybe. (laughs) All right. Um, Speaking of the buses, like I mentioned, I noticed that they are in different places now for obvious reasons because you can't, you can't use it anymore. And I don't have too much of a complaint having that extra bit of walk to Petco or further out to the Grand Hyatt Manchester. Um, is there a limit to how many buses you guys run at a certain time? Like if you could add more? Because I know there's a 15-minute wait and then there's a 20-minute wait. And I feel like maybe the sweet spot would be 10-minute wait. So it really depends upon the route it takes. Okay. So the, the bus, we have a... Uh, a company called Sea Planners that handles the buses for us, and they, they they're from San Diego. They they've handled it for many years. They go around the country handling bus schedules, and the information that they have and they calculate is remarkable. So depending upon the bus line or schedule route, will determine how much time that is. Okay, and um, they factor in traffic, they factor in distance. Uh, so um, it can vary. I think they try to make it as minimal as possible um but that that is how it's determined it's how it's factored i think yeah we would love to have as little as we can in terms of time for delay but there are only so many buses also that are available believe it or not 
Um, I think, you know, uh, we augment the buses from San Diego, I think, with buses from out of uh, the city, too. One of the comments I heard about the shuttle is that there are some stops that is shared with another hotel. And some people thought that was a little, like, cheating. <laughs> like, maybe, I don't know if the proper answer would be to just not mention it or, or, or something. I don't know. Uh, in terms of a uh, drop-off or pickup? Yes. There are some that they share the hotels. Yeah, and I think it has probably to do with the location right. and, again, the number of buses. I think, you know, in a perfect world, we'd be able to have, you know, enough buses for every hotel and direct routes, mm. but it's just it, it's not really practical. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. I just thought no, I mean, it would You know, yeah. I appreciate it, and I think we would like to. It's just um, it really a lot of it really is logistics. All right. So going back to here at the convention center, LED screens. That's new. That is new. The uh, convention center has done a great job of upkeeping the facility. It's hard to believe that this facility opened in, I think, 91 or 92. Mm -hmm. um, but it still looks great. It looks great from the inside. It looks great from the outside. And they've augmented it with uh, these LED screens. Yeah. I expect more LED screens by next year, maybe? I don't know. They, <laughs> they will let us know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it looks it's very colorful. And I think new, which I'm assuming is... The convention center itself, the the robot vendor. Yes, I have not seen uh, the burrito robot yet, okay. or as I call it, the burrito bot. Is that what people uh, are calling it? Yeah, uh, but I haven't seen it yet, and I I, uh, I have talked to people who bought burritos from it. So apparently, it's been you know successful. I'm just not yeah. sure how popular. So I didn't have get you heard? the burrito, but I did get the Gatorade. Well, did you? Okay, I, I saw it. I'm like, well, I have to try it. <laughs> <laughs> and how did it work for you? I, it worked great for me. Like, yeah. not merely the person in front of me. She scanned it, and it didn't open for her. Ah. So I went, oh, I went ahead and just bought her one. Like, oh, here, I'll do it for you. Oh, kind of okay. thing. So, oh, that's so interesting. There, there's that. But yeah. but I, I think we need to make it some kind of mascot here in the sales. Give it a name or something, and then, you know, make it a thing. Yeah, it's like you really find the real, uh, you know, uh, artificial intelligence running around providing a service for us. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. So uh, long as they don't take over. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've seen reports about AI nowadays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, um, carpet. Once again, people are asking, where is the carpet on the show floor? And There's a couple of reasons for that. Okay. One is a, a, a COVID, oddly enough, issue. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, but the other really is also expenditure. Yeah. So um, the convention, you know, we didn't have a convention for two years. So uh, we didn't have the revenue from, from two years of, of Comic-Con. Um, so this show is put on by... Um, tickets that were sold in 2019 right so in essence 2019 dollars are funding the 2022 show mm -hmm. um and with inflation and just rise in uh, costs of things we try to trim the budget as much as we can um i'm hoping that we'll have carpet in the future but right now that was a very large expenditure and there was a potential covid issue that right people said you know you can err on the side of caution on that as well so we did Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I did think it was a budget situation. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't think about the COVID situation. All right. Let's see. Uh, in terms of like the, the boot lines and whatnot, it does seem like they're getting more out of control for some of the smaller boots. Because I mean, before we have like Funko and, what, and Star Wars, and you all addressed that by putting them next to the walls. But now you've got even smaller boots in the middle that are having huge lines. And I think maybe... I don't know if they do that, but if they, if they tell you guys, like, hey, we're going to have a line, would that be okay? And maybe you can position them somewhere else if they are. So they're, they're supposed, I mean, we're supposed, we try to keep abreast of, of the items that they're selling 
and what the popularity of those items will be. Okay. Um, so we do work with them. I think, you know, uh, coming back after two years, I think we'll take a lot of notes on that. Right. Um, because no one ever wants to have uh, large lines for uh, booths that end up uh, blocking other access to other yeah. booths. So that is a consideration. You know, there is uh, only so much wall space in the, uh, in the building. And then you also want to make sure that you have, uh, you know, if there are three booths with one category, you don't necessarily want one of those booths to be in another category. So comics to be in gaming or uh, whatever it happens to be. So I think, I think they're going to go back, look at the floor plan, and uh, try to figure out the best way to mitigate those things. Yeah, I mean, Comic-Con doesn't have the luxury of other conventions where you have an empty hall where you can just put a line there. Exactly. You know, we don't, yeah, we don't have that luxury here, guys. Sorry. Yeah, you know, we, we, we do have 20-foot aisles. We have, you know, uh, bigger aisles than, than a lot of conventions, and, uh, but we don't have a lot of space. That's the problem. Absolutely. Um, wait, speaking of space, whatever happened to the story about convention center expanding? Is that, well, yeah, that's like, actually interesting. It's a, it's a court issue now. So there was actually a, uh, 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 gosh, I don't know what it was called. If it's a referendum or a, but there was a, a vote taken on whether or not to uh, expand the convention center. Right. And it, it ended up getting a majority of the vote, which is more than 50. But there is a California law, as I understand it, that says... Uh, boy, I'm probably going to get this wrong on Sunday. <laughs> but I believe it's any tax increase has to be voted by a, I think it's a three-quarters majority. Okay. Um, but if it's a, or if it's a city initiative, I don't really, want, anyway, uh, the the initial thought was that it didn't meet that threshold. However, I guess there were two or three other initiatives statewide that uh, there was debate about who also uh but was adjudicated that no, they they didn't meet. They didn't need to meet the two thirds. They needed to meet the majority. And I believe San Diego is now um, trying to figure out if that applies to our vote as well. All right. And I really don't know much about it, sadly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that is a great question. Yeah, it just occurred to me. Like speaking of nostalgia, I mean, like a decade ago, that was the question a lot of people attendees had about it, the convention. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> and now we forgot about it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, Preview night. Preview night, there were a couple incidents that a lot of people brought up with me. Um, the, the industry badge pickup, the line for that was oddly crazy. Like, people were waiting over an hour just to get their badge for industry, and I don't know how that happened. I think it really is logistics and making sure that we have all our, you know, ducks in a row. And I think we, what we planned for and what we experienced were probably two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had some badge pickup prior to preview night. It's just a matter of you know, how many people pick up those badges. So I think it's important for us probably to get the word out more. Right. But uh, I don't know the specifics of that, but yeah, I assume that probably had something to do with that. But that attendee badge pickup was smooth. <laughs> well, I think a lot of attendees also picked up badges or right. as they were able to, you know. Yeah. Um, another, another thing in preview night, which was weird, we were at, I was in the exhibit hall, and there was an announcement over the, over the mic about some kind of, like, safety check or whatever. And is that something that you could divulge or not? Uh, well, so the uh, apparently there were a couple of incidents of, as I understand it, of uh, people smoking in some of the bathrooms. Oh, And okay. it triggered the alarm. And um, I think there were another couple of instances. And the convention center always airs on the side of caution as well. Right, right. Uh, so those are automatic uh, alarms. I think they were cleared fairly quickly. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, that was... Uh, 
That was kind of a surprise to us too. Yeah, it, it, it is like a careful sentence that, that the announcer has to make not to cause panic by saying yes. that. And I think they did a good job. Everybody was like, oh, I wonder what that's about. And exactly. There was and, no and, panic you know, involved. And, and it's interesting because there's zones also. One alarm doesn't sound necessarily to all uh, areas if it, if it can be contained. I remember many, many years ago, we were backstage and uh, are back behind the scenes and an alarm went off. And um, it was specific to uh, one of the interior hallways because, a, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, a service vehicle or something ended up um, touching or setting off an alarm. There was never really an emergency, but, you know, it, it did go off and it was contained fairly quickly. Right. And so far, short of the, the pencil incident from like 15 years ago or whatever, there, there has been nothing bad that happens at Comic-Con, which is always well, nice. Well, you know, look, I think, you know, whenever you have this many people involved in a uh, in one uh, congregated place, there's there's... Any number of things can happen. I think yeah. it's like a small, small town, uh, right. or even a mid-sized town. You know, I, I spent some time in uh, Mississippi working on a couple of projects, and one of those I was in a town that had fifteen thousand people. It was yeah. a great town, but I thought, wow, fifteen thousand people is a town. And Comic Con at that time, I think Comic Con probably had, you know, sixty or eighty thousand people, uh, and now with as many as we do, so I think. What I'm trying to say is I think there's any number of things that can happen, yeah. uh, but I think this is a pretty congenial crew, if that's the right mm -hmm. word, and people seem to get along and, you know, are accommodating to each other. Yeah, it's, it's a small city. That's what it is. It is a small city. Yeah, it could, especially now with the, in the news, you hear about, like, people getting fights in theme parks and whatnot. You know, those are the kind of things that, that I would be worried about in a, in a convention like Comic-Con, but Comic-Con attendees have been... Well behaved so far. Uh, we're very <laughs> grateful for that, and, and and just so you know, you know, security and safety is always a primary concern of ours. Right. We never talk about the specifics, but you know, we we try to think of uh, everything that might happen because we would always rather be prepared than surprised. Uh, speaking of attendees, some of the attendees actually created like a scavenger hunt in the exhibit hall, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, it's an unofficial scavenger hunt, which kind of actually encourages attendees to go to certain booths. And it was a nice way of self-promoting themselves, like, hey, uh, go to our booth, go to our booth kind of situation. I think there were some, you know, we we, we asked people to be very cautious if they do um, uh, scavenger hunts because we want to make sure that they don't violate anybody's space. Okay. So um, I think it is a great way to have people go to different booths to get items and stuff like that and, and thereby, you know, create more... more uh, uh, you know, uh, familiarity with booths they may not normally go to. Right. But we try to, you know, we try to shy away from people uh, doing things that may put a fan or somebody uh, in a position they don't want to be in. So I, I believe it was voluntary. Yeah, the, that's the booths good. that were involved were voluntary. Right, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I think again, you know, so long as uh, uh, everybody's comfortable and safe, and uh, no one just uh, uh, feels uncomfortable, then that's great. Yeah. Maybe there should be an official Comic Con thing going on for Scavenger Hunt. <laughs> I will. I will let people know. <laughs> That'd be a nice fight diversion for some people. Like, well, what are we gonna do? Hey, this is Scavenger Hunt. You guys want to well, play? I, I, that's true. <laughs> Although I think there's a lot to do at Comic Con, so right. But maybe you know, maybe we do do that. And I have to tell you, I um, I read something. I, I think it was this weekend. I, the the days really do kind of blend together. But somebody was talking about how. They met in a line at like 8.30 in the morning. By 11 o'clock, they were friends and, you know, sharing experiences and all that. And I think that's a great thing, too, about Comic-Con is 
you can make friends and have connections even waiting in line. And, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of the, the attendees make the most of that. Yep. Now, uh, a technical question. Uh, I was over at the at the ballroom, was it ballroom 20? Yeah, ballroom 20 panel for Dorville. Right, so they had they had a video conference with Seth MacFarlane on the screen. Now, a lot of attendees were a little confused on why all they saw on the screen was Seth MacFarlane, especially the people in the back of the room, because I mean the, the other cast members were all in the front, and all they see in the screen is Seth MacFarlane, which is nice. But at the same time, it seemed like maybe there could be Seth like MacFarlane. a yeah Seth MacFarlane. Uh, it could it could be like a, a picture in picture situation, or the camera guy flips it over. I heard some complaints about that, like. I'll look into that. I think yeah. uh, um, uh, I think sometimes there's technical issues or issues that happen at the last minute that we have to accommodate as best we can. Uh, and sometimes that is on our end. Sometimes that is on uh, the other end that we may have no control over. And I, I'm not exactly sure of the specifics on this. Right. But I think that um, I'll look into that. I'll yeah, I believe, I believe what was going on was that Seth would look at the screen and he'll only see the screen that we, that Comic Con is actually showing. So if Comic Con is showing the the cast members on screen, that's all he's gonna see. And if if uh, the screen shows set, that's all Seth's gonna see. So it's it was just a weird decision that they didn't flip back and well, forth. Well, you know, and again, it, it may not be something that they that had been planned. Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes, again, stuff happens kind of that you know. I don't know specifically about right. this, but oftentimes there's. There's logistic issues that happen at the last minute, so you make the best of a situation. Yeah. Uh, because normally, and maybe this did happen, I'm just unaware, normally there is a run-through of the panels uh, um, of uh, the studio, the network, or the publisher, whoever comes in and does a run-through so that everybody knows technically what will happen and how it will happen. So whenever you see a glitch or something like that, it may very well be that um, something happened that they had to make do as, at the last minute. Right. It did seem like a last-minute yeah. situation as well. I thought I'd bring it up to you. No, I appreciate it. Um, something else I thought I'd bring up with you also is that the, the Twitter account. I'm not sure how you deal with the person in charge of the, of the Twitter account, but there was a little bit of a, a, a gaffe yesterday. There was. The yes, vampire. Yes. <laughs> oh, so you, you are familiar with that. I am very aware of that. I, honestly, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> well, you but... know, I'm, I'm glad you did. We did not think it was funny. Right, okay. Uh, you know, we are human, and um, we do make errors, and sometimes we make errors on top of errors. Right. And my apologies to the fans and, and the, uh, the show. Uh, we tried to let that not happen. Yeah, uh, but I think we're going to have uh, um, a situation in place so that it doesn't happen in the future. Right. I mean, like I said, I thought it was kind of funny, but I mean, whoever is in charge of the Twitter account was kind of getting roasted by people. Hey, that's not the picture you should be showing. And you know, I think you know it's fair. I think I've told you before that you know if if ever if ever there is, is, is you may have asked or somebody asked at one point. Well, you know, is, does Comic Con worry about other conventions or? And and my answer usually is. Look, you know, we put on the type of convention we want to, to attend. We're fans. If we start dropping the ball, then it's nobody's fault but our own. Right. So that was clearly our fault yesterday, and it's uh, it's uh, it's something that we're very aware of and really don't want to uh, happen again. <laughs> right. No, that's fair. And, um, oh, per personal question. I, I used to go to the masquerade all the time back back in the early days, and now it's kind of like a more casual thing. But last night I actually swung by the the masquerade uh, screening outside the sales over here, and you are you guys are still giving us food, which is I appreciate that. But 
Salad only? Is that a conscious decision or? Budgetary. That's budgetary. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny because I shouldn't, I shouldn't say uh, categorically that's what it is. But salads are good. Salads are healthy. Yeah. We should all be eating healthier. I didn't healthier. mind. No. Uh, but. I, I know. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I think that is my, you know, I'm trying to, to uh, I had a friend of mine who um, I, I joke about because he's very fit and we, you know, we were going to lunch and, and I said, you know, so what are you having, kale? Not, mm. Nothing bad about kale, but, you know, um, and so look, I, 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 I believe that there are some budgetary concerns for that. Typically when you do um, catering, you know, you try to get food that lasts as long as it can and um, that there may have been a, a, a decision that that was probably less expensive than some of the other stuff. But my hope really is that if we can get this show under our belt, um, again, we're operating it in 2022 with 2019 dollars. My hope is that when we sell tickets for the 2023 show at the end of the year, that that will help us to get some additional revenue and that the 2023 show uh, will look more like, you know, shows from the past. Now, I know you don't have uh, attendees numbers just yet, but um, is it are you able to say, though, whether we do have a smaller crowd than what would have been because of the people who dropped their badges? And I'm not sure how many of you guys auctioned off as well. Well, I... I I won't be able to say probably for a couple of weeks. We're really, you know, we, we unlike other conventions, we really are very meticulous about our numbers. And, and um, so I don't know. What it what it is, is we are technically sold out. Yeah. We did have some return badges. We made those available on eBay as a fundraiser for the museum. Right. But I think that there very well may be some people who didn't feel comfortable to come. I spoke to somebody today who... Um, Said, you know, in the end, uh, I didn't. I don't need a refund, but I just, I thought maybe I'm just gonna, you know, stay at home. And okay, that's fine. Again, there's no, no negativity, no animosity. It's a personal decision. So I think we will find out, you know, probably in the next couple of weeks, how many badges actually were utilized. Right. And then that will give us a, a better idea of how many people are here. Yeah. But I'll tell you something. I think also a lot of people were very aware of social distancing which sounds odd in a convention like this, but there were a lot of people who were keeping space as they could, uh, were outside or upstairs or availed themselves of all that Comic-Con has to offer as opposed to, you know, just one thing. And maybe that, that gave the impression also of, um, of, of how many people attended. But we'll know probably in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't really tell. Some people have told me, oh, it does feel like there's less people. But then for me, I'm like, it still seems crowded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. For me, it's, you know, I've had to walk through the, the floor a couple of times and uh, yeah, there was certainly a lot of people. Yeah. Another curious question here is um, how strict is Comic-Con regarding like self-censorship for, for materials shown? Or I know Kevin Smith exists. So obviously there's some real censorship there. Although I think you might, be fu- you might find it funny that there was uh, in the Q&A, a kid asked him, actually asked him, like, why do you say the effort so much? Right, which is kind of funny. Yeah, what was his answer? Uh, he, he just explained, like, like, oh yeah, my mom doesn't even know why I said the efforts. And the conclusion was that he blamed Jason Muse. <laughs> well, so typically, uh, conven- uh, uh, typically panels that we think may have language mm-hmm. or, or more, um, you know, mature uh, content are typically in the evenings, right? Uh, and oftentimes, um, ones in the you know daytime, you know, are ones that we don't think will have that. But it's not uncommon for, I shouldn't say it's not uncommon, but oftentimes people forget when they start getting into a dialogue right. who they're talking to and where they are and just, you know, um, 
on the name placards, uh, on the back side, it will say, uh, please remember to watch the language as there are, it's an all ages right. show. And some people avail themselves of that. And some people sadly, you know, are, are probably forget. Yeah. We, we're not calling out certain studios. There, there was one, a TV show that they showed an episode of that didn't have any censorship at all. So F words left and right sometimes. What time was that? You know, that was in the morning. <laughs> was it really? Well, when yeah. we get offline, can you tell me that? Sure. Because we typically see a screener beforehand. Right. And, uh, I don't remember seeing that, so I would love to be able to find out more about that. Okay, I will tell you off recording. Thank you. Um, and the, the other one the, was, was, another, was another TV show. Half of the episode was self-censored with beeps, and the second half was not, which I thought was kind of odd. <laughs> well, that's also good to know. But that was in the off. evening. Well, and again, if it's <laughs> the evening, typically it's, it's a little bit more freewheeling. Okay. But, um, but it's still good to know. All right. Uh, off, off recording. And my last question. Have you seen the show uh, Severance on Apple TV Plus? I have not. But are you familiar with it at all? I am. So you're familiar with the whole idea that, well, what if you could just turn off your, turn off your brain and have somebody else work for you and then you wake up and the work's already done eight hours later? Right. Is that something you would do? Uh, no. And I'll tell you why. I am too much of a control freak mm-hmm. that if I thought even if it was me, if I thought there was an element that I didn't know about that was going on, I think I would get no sleep. So, you know, uh, my team is a wonderful team, but, you know, I, I really want to know and keep abreast as, as much as I can because, as I said, rather to be prepared than surprised. And um, I would want to be conscious in both of those lives so it, yeah. it wouldn't work for me I, I'm the same way too. are you? Yeah. yeah I'll be like wondering constantly like, exactly what did, my, what did the other Albert do? exactly <laughs> that, that, me too I've yeah. had friends who say hey you know what why don't you look you know it's been very very busy and why don't you just take a day and go away or why don't you take a few hours and just not answer your phone and you know I, I have to explain to them but it won't be any more relaxing because I'll spend those two hours when the phone is off thinking what am i missing what am i missing what am i missing so i think you and i are probably cut from the same cloth absolutely but the the severance uh activation is fantastic is it i haven't been out there i think the only the only activation i saw was the uh bfx activation which i don't know if you've been in there that one i haven't gone to uh uh it's very creepy oh very but very well done very impressive I heard it was going to be a maze, and I, ho- I was hoping it was going to be an elaborate maze, but then I can only imagine coming out of Dennis being stuck in there, like, how do I get out? Yeah, and not only that, but you know, there is a limited amount of space, but it's remarkable the, the things people can do with the um, um, uh, footprint that they have. Right. There isn't really that much space out there. Yeah. Uh, but to be able to create uh, an interactive experience for fans uh, when they leave the convention center, or before they come to the convention center is, is really great. And, you know, one of the great things is most uh, of those activations start at 10 and end at 7. Mm-hmm. So that uh, they're the same hours as the convention. So you can go, um, if you want to take a break from the convention, you can go there and then come back. And it ends up being a nice uh, uh, added added benefit. Yeah, FX has had a quarter for many, many years now. Yeah. And then what I noticed was that Amazon Prime, for whatever reason, they left that spot over there by uh, First Street. 
and, and Netflix took, took over. Yes. I'm not sure if Prime Video is going to be happy by the next year because now there's like two companies. Hey, I want the spot back. <laughs> I think I think that spot is going to be going away soon. Oh, really? Yeah, I think there's mm. going to be some destruction from what I've heard, but okay. you, you never know. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, everything on my list. It's, well, thank you. Thank you for always being on the show. You know what? It's uh, it's not Comic Con without uh, with Albert without Albert. And sorry, I, I agree. <laughs> Let's keep this thing so going. So next, uh, we'll see you at WonderCon. I will see you at WonderCon. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thanks, David. Bye. And we're back. All right. So all that stuff that uh, Anna and Derek didn't hear, maybe we'll recover. We'll cover them again. But here we go. So. Anna? He's a great guy, though. I still st- I stand by that because we met him for five seconds at WonderCon, and he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, we did. You did? Yeah, Murray, he walked by us. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He yep. did. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Anna, so how was Comic Con for you? Um, it was great to be back. I um, you know, it, it did feel a little bit more um, relaxed. Um, I had a few things that I wanted to see, and I I just wanted to be on the floor with everyone and get to see my friends and stuff. So I'm happy. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have that many problems, but that's probably because I didn't do much. And for me, my biggest win was um, I got to be on a panel. So um, that's Woo-woo. a dream come true for me. So great con. Great and, uh, con for and me. what panel was that? Plug, plug? Plug, plug. Uh, most Extreme Ranking Challenge. We got a chance to have our lo- our, sh- our show live at Comic-Con. Yeah, and that's from the Grand Geek Gathering, which you guys know Tyler from that. And uh, yeah, take a watch. Did Tyler say he was going to release that online or no? Yes, it will be on YouTube after it's edited and all that. Okay, so uh, wait wait a few weeks. Yeah, TBD. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Derek, how about you? How was your Comic Con? Uh, I just got done actually because a couple people have been asking me because it's Sunday and everyone's asking like, you know, oh, do you have a good time or how was it? I am actually very uh, surprised to say that I did or got about probably... 80% 80% of what I wanted to do or see. So uh, it went extremely well. I was very fortunate. Um, it is rare to have uh, so many opportunities go successful. <laughs> so uh, I, I had a very good time. Good. Yeah, I also had a good time. It was nice. Uh, nostalgic. Is nostalgic the word? Uh, coming back here to Comic-Con where it's kind of like in full force. Not full, full force, but full force. Especially um, compared to uh, Comic-Con Special Edition, you know. It is definitely a lot more uh, feels like traditional Comic Con from the past decade. You know, it's it's funny for me. Like, I I guess I should be feeling nostalgic, but I kind of just like fell right back into it. Like, yeah, I wasn't. I think it's part of it is honestly because in the last like three months, I've done WonderCon and Star Wars Celebration, so that kind of mm. and Monster Palooza. So all those kind of gave me a, a a pretty good warm up for this. Um, granted, this is a way larger scale. But in the sense of, like, I just fell right back in and jumped right back in the pool, and it just felt natural to be back. And, uh, you know, there was a couple times, especially, like, you know, in Hall H with 6,000 people. That was, like, wow, you know, crazy to be back here. But in the sense of just walking the floor and looking at um, booths and stuff, that kind of just felt the same. But uh, I will say uh, that one of the things that felt nostalgic, uh, interesting enough, is when we went to um, The Gray Man at Netflix Mm. because... That was the first offsite that I've because WonderCon doesn't do offsites, so right. that was the first offsite I've probably done in two, three years. <laughs> oh, that's right, you didn't do the offsite in uh, Comic Con Special Edition. Uh, I did not. Okay, I did. The and even still, those yeah. were pretty weak. I mean, look at the size of the Gray Man one, though. Well, 
I would say Peacemaker was better than the Great Man one. Wow! <laughs> the Great Man was fine. It's a good thing I got invited by Netflix and not you, because you yeah. sure ain't getting invited back. The, good, the Great Man <laughs> one was fine. I, I I I enjoyed the experience, but honestly, the free food for price was the best thing about it. Which <laughs> old, deny that? Which I found out. I asked my friend right now, and she's like. What free food? And I'm just like, we were just checking if anyone's got food. And she's like, yeah. no, there's no food. I'm like, yeah, oh, we didn't press. think so. That was just for press. That was just for press. The butter Stop hating press. him. Yeah. Anna, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't do any activations at all? No, I did not. Oh, wow. I waited till Saturday. You didn't do any? No, I was in the hall. Like, oh, and, and for, hold on. Before the before some listeners get lost in it, listeners who never heard of Comic-Con, activations are what they call off-site events. Continue. I did. I, I did do the D and D tavern experience. Oh, yeah, right. so you did do one. Yeah, so I, did I did do one. Did yeah, Mike, I did something. Um, that one. Um, glad I had a reservation for. It went really <laughs> quick. Yeah, it did. I felt like I don't know how we got the wristband for alcoholic drinks because there would have been no time to drink the drink they gave you. Yeah. Order a drink, drink it, see the things, and still make it out in time before the dragon kicks you out. So. Um, it was way too fast. Right. Like I just did not. And, and no, Nova, the club. I didn't like. It's it's a small club already in a sense, and with the set, it got even smaller. And I don't know. It just. Yeah, it was somewhat disappointing, right? Very disappointing, yeah. and I didn't even get swag. Well, I took some swag, <laughs> but you know, I got one coaster. I should have gotten two, but I was. Oh, like, I did get a coaster. Yeah, yeah. we all yeah. did get a coaster. We all took yeah. a coaster. There was nothing else to take. Yeah. Well, unless you well, steal some, something. Some people I took know, the cup. I know some people that took them. Right, but the, the thing about the D and D thing, it's weird because going into Comic Con, I thought the D and D thing was going to be the activation beat on. People are going, oh, it's a tavern. Oh, drinks are involved. Oh, blah, 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 right? So everybody wanted that. That was the, the activation to get until you get in it. And then you're like, oh, this is it? Really? This is it? I mean, it was, I mean, it was fine because, you know, at least we didn't have to wait. But yeah. it's like, it's like Anna's saying, it's like, if there's people that were doing the standby line that were waiting probably at least an hour just to Dear get God. in. Yeah. And like, so in the sense of like. We got there, we walked in, we had, I think, what did we wait, five minutes, ten minutes? Yeah, not, not too long. Yeah, and we went right in, we went right out. Honestly, at least in the way of, like, or um, inconvenience or anything, it wasn't anything. But it's no. still at the same time, it's like, yes, we wish it would have been nicer. But at the same time, it only was fine because we didn't have to wait. If, yeah, and, sure. And that's if, the thing, if they're making people wait, they, they need to do more. Yeah, absolutely, because I feel bad for people who waited a lot, more than one hour. Plus, it didn't, they didn't really publicize the movie very well with it. No, it's like, that's what it's I like, was oh, waiting okay, for. It's like, okay, we're in, a, we're in a pub and we do some drinks. How is that publicizing the it movie? Did, it, it says it nothing, nothing about the movie. No, it, it was absolutely like, it, it was half... There was no theme. Yeah, it was half planned with just like, oh, we're going to do this tavern experience, but we'll, we'll just put posters, moving posters of the characters and that's it. There was no story along. There were that, posters? Well, not posters, <laughs> but the TVs with the moving, um, I see. the interactive. Oh, the, the hallway, when you walk in, there are the they handsome statues. Oh, well, but, but you can't really look at them because no. they want us to keep moving. Yeah. They should have had like, like, a, a story even. to go along with it. And yeah. then I could have believed like, oh, okay, this is leading up to like, you know, the movie, you know, I'm going to get it when I get watch the movie. But no, it just, it, it felt very like we're going to take over this club and we're going to make a tavern experience and oh, D&D we're going to just slap the name on it and that's it. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. It just, it was a half 
organized, planned uh, experience in my eyes. I feel like I feel like we're focusing on D and D a little too much on this podcast. Oh, sorry. sorry, it doesn't right. really deserve it either, right? We we can move on. I I, I gotta say though, like uh, Anna's post stuff on her on her social media. So did Derek, and so did I on Instagram. So I'm not gonna cover too much of what I did because you can see it on the Instagram. It, it, the show note will have the links that, for that. That, that. That's a good way to do that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a really good way yeah. of doing that. I, I'm just trying to get the feel of what we all thought about Comic Con. As for me, um, it really was like I had a checklist in my head of what things I do. Uh, did the return of Comic Con, so want to do an outside activation. Did that. Wanted to step in Hall H. Did that. Kevin Smith as well as the Funko thing. Uh, wanted to do Bottom Twenty. Did that. So, uh, so an advanced screening of a TV episode did that with Evil. Uh, so an advanced screening of a new TV show for the resort did that. And that was pretty good too, you know. So uh, what else? Oh, uh, twenty five ABC, which was no six ABC, which was the old big room from back in the day before Ballroom Twenty and Holly showed up. I stepped in there, did that. Uh, the G four stuff panels, I quite enjoyed those ones. Mm. They were kind of zany and crazy, just the way I like it. So so I did that as well. So that was kind of, that was kind of fun. Walked the show, the exhibit hall. Uh, finished it by the end of Friday. So that's what I said, right? Yeah, by the end of the Friday, I finally finished it. Mm-hmm. Saturday was panels day. Uh, me and Anna hanged out after the, the massacre was going on. They had a screening. Yeah. Ate some salad. Oh, by the way, like you said in the interview, it's a budget. It's a budget reason. That's what I thought because I've heard they've had nachos and stuff. But yes. I just figured it's an it's we're budget we're budget conscious this year. I just love that ate some salad. Yeah, yeah I had salad. a lot of cheese, like a lot <laughs> of cheese, like a lot of cheese and chips and avocado dip. Yeah. It was delicious. But, but yeah, it, for budget constraints, it was at least I got to snack well. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But for the most part, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Comic Con this year, even though it's not like. Zany big giant comic con with so many activations like last year's, uh, but panel wise it was perfectly fine for me. Like I enjoyed what I went to see. Sibyl Hall was perfectly fine. It didn't feel as crowded, although no. it was crowded, right? No, it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I think back in the day, I think it might be, it might just be a perception situation. But back in the day, it literally was shoulder to shoulder traffic. It right? was. Well, it depends was. where you were. I was actually talking with somebody about this, and one of the lines I was in for one of the activations. And I'm I'm not a hundred percent disagreeing with you or agreeing with you. I think it all depends where you were because if you were over by Netflix or Hulu or Marvel, it was clogged as crap. And like I have plenty of pictures to prove it because I would take them to send them to people, and it was bad. But it was like it was like driving on, in rush hour traffic, and then once that rush hour traffic you know branches off, you get to just open it up on the freeway at 80, and as soon as you started going towards, like, the small press and stuff and the anime, then all of a sudden it would open up and, like, boom, you could take off. But, like, when you were down where, like, the, you know, more popular stuff was, it was totally crammed down there. Yeah. And so, yeah. You know, but I agree, like, it still, if you were to go all the way back to 2019, no, it did not feel as full as that. But there was still a good amount of people. Yeah, there's still a good amount of people. Yeah. I mean, uh, speaking of 2019, AMC The Walking Dead had so many panels, but where's their booth? My annual, my annual trip to Comic Con and get a boot, uh, a picture of the, the AMC Walking Dead boot. I didn't even think about that. They didn't they, have that. They, they didn't always have, have an offsite. I didn't even think about. Well, no, that. the offsite is one thing, but no, they usually have I, a boot where you get to take a picture with a zombie or no, whatever, right? No, but I'm saying, I'm just saying that that's another thing though. Is they always had an offsite too, and I forgot they didn't have one this year. They're like, we're done. Yeah, that's we're, exactly. We're, what they're we're done. Over it. it was kind of misleading because they had like the, the the one the one with the stairs in in Gaslamp District. They yeah. had like, well, that was Walking just for the Dead party. Thing. That they always that was do just that. for the party, huh? Okay. Yeah. That I was, thought that was for an activation. But that was for the party for on party. Friday night. Gotcha, gotcha. Which, to give them credit, was a fan event. At least yeah. it wasn't like some exclusive celebrity thing. It was a fan event. 
Yeah. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. What other, what other highlights do you guys have? Anna? Um, well, for me, to be honest, selfish plug, but it, the highlight of Comic-Con for me was getting to be on a panel. And that's a highlight. Yeah. That's, that's nothing wrong with that. That's an uh, absolute big highlight. So besides that, when, that's Albert, when Albert has his own panel, he's going to brag about it plenty. Yeah, I know, right? If you have your own panel, that's, We're all gonna of course brag. you're going to brag right, it. But, but it does seem kind of unfair because that's clearly a highlight. No matter what big celebrities or whatever you meet. Or activation you do if you have a panel at Comic Con, that's a freaking highlight. That's so highlight. besides that, Anna. you know, actually, I have a really good one. Um, and she got some good applause, actually. Mm. I did because I, I don't know how much she paid them, but she got some. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, I demoed everyone twenty bucks. But um, no, I think actually one of the things is like I had and I had looked um to I looked at the schedule and um I love to read and one of my one of my new favorite authors was going to be there and I and I realized that I was like oh my god I think I missed her signing as I'm walking by she's right there and so I ask them like oh is the line closed and they're like yeah you know there might not be a chance um but then somehow it happened where the people I was with was my friend he he had he had, he had an ADA sticker so oh, they they go. they like they're like, we have ADA tickets. And he's like, oh, well, here, give it to me. And so, well, anyways, I got to meet her. And it was really cool because she was so nice. And it's funny because the girl on the cover of the book, the artwork, she has pink hair. So she oh, kind of wow. was like, oh, my gosh, you're, you are, you're my fan cast for this book. And Wonderful. It was so cool because she took a picture of me and she was, like, so engaging and stuff. And I just recently read this book and she's one of my favorite authors now. And I just had to tell her, like, that book was... Is like really great. I had such a fun time reading it, and um, just getting to meet her the first day out of the blue. I oh, literally, was on the first day. First day, I I had thought. How I did missed you it. not tell any of us this story until now? Jeez, well, you were you were saving. It I, up. Haven't, I haven't. I haven't. You saving up for the stuff junk show. Exactly. It was just like a great experience. Where I, I just was like, oh man, I missed it. I, I fumbled this one already. I just and somehow it happened, and I got to meet her and got my book signed and all that. So that was pretty awesome. I was really happy with that. How would you, Derek? What's your highlight of the event? Uh, as a fan, my highlight would probably be either the Severance Offsite or the Marvel panel. Big surprise. Um, as go, go with the Marvel panel because I, I want to talk Severance. Oh, okay. Well, no, I, I was going to say, but as a, a wannabe journalist, oh, okay. um, I had a massive, wonderful time, even though it was brief, but uh, I got to be a part of the press conference for um, the last season of The Walking Dead. So that was, as a huge fan of the show, that was so wonderful. And that you I, don't watch anymore? Huh? That you don't watch anymore? What do you mean? Do you still watch Walking Dead? Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Well, congratulations. You, go read a book. <laughs> There's, they got comics. Go read those. Um, but uh, to be and the thing is, is uh, uh, in 2019, I was actually part of the press conference also. But I didn't. Uh, the thing is, they call on you for questions, and you know, a lot of times there's more journalists, and then there are our time to get a question. And I got a question this time, and they all answered it, and I was very happy. And, and it actually, it wasn't one of those like where only one of them gave an answer. Like they all gave pretty good answers and stuff. So I was just loving this. I'm like, they all keep going. They all keep talking with my questions. All right. Yeah. Keep going guys. So I, I it was a great moment for me. Um, I got to interview several members of the cast of Orville. So that was amazing. Nice. I love that. So, um, it's, it's, I have to balance it like that because both of them were highlights, but some of them were like, you know, the press thing isn't necessarily the same thing as like comic con experiences, you know? But, oh, sure. You can, yeah. you can see that's the professional side. Of yeah. Comic-Con. So those two. So that's the fan side then. Okay. Those things really stick out. They were wonderful moments, but also like the severance Marvel panel were both really fun. Yeah, talk about the Marvel one. Let me move on to Severance. 
Oh, I, I mean, Ant-Man looks really... The thing that's crazy about how it went, Ant-Man looks really good, and then Guardians looked amazing, and then Black Panther, like, blew the roof off of Hall H. So it's just like, it's almost like Kevin Feige was sitting there like, okay, we're putting this one next, then we're putting this one next, then we're putting this one next, you know? Because, like, each trailer just kept getting better and better and better. So and really I, I'm confused. I, I didn't really look into it too, too much. I saw the trailer for Wakanda Forever, because yes. that's released on YouTube, uh-huh. as well as uh, She-Hulk. Okay. She was really into YouTube, but she looks pretty good. Um, the pictures I saw from the Marvel Studios panel, yes. uh, the cast are standing up. Yes. So there is no moment where they sit down and talk to people. It's just like, here's the cast, they talk a little bit, and then they Get leave, you know and move what? on. It's funny that you bring that up because they did the same thing in 2019. Okay. Because so the thing that's is, the... they literally have them up there for maybe 10 minutes max. They barely have them. They wow. have them up there. They ask a couple questions. I think pretty much for the most part, they each get maybe one question. and then Trailer... Yeah, was oh, it trailer to the cast or they, cast and trailer? Well, no, it, well, no, it's well. So they bring the cast out, and then they they'll sit there, ask a couple questions, then they'll roll the trailer, and then they'll come back, and maybe they'll do like one more question or one more comment or something, and then they roll them out. It's really okay. quick because they're trying to get so many, so many, yeah, yeah. I think they did an out. They were scheduled for an hour according to the schedule, but I think they did hour twenty, hour thirty. Yeah, that helped me because I was going to the Kevin Smith panel afterwards, <laughs> and and Kevin and and yeah, when I, by the time I got into Hall H after the Marvel people who had left. Um, Kevin Smith just starts, you know, like, oh, yeah. okay, good timing. Um, the She-Hulk one was so short that I think they only asked, like, three of, of everyone on stage. I think the showrunner asked one, or guy answered one, Jamila did one, and Tatiana, and that was it, and then they pulled him off. So it was really right. short. Yeah, well, my highlight is the Severance experience. You know, I, did, I didn't know what to expect from that, and like I said, I was excited for the D&D thing, but apparently it was Severance that I was really excited for. Right? So they had the whole thing where you get an RSVP at 6 in the morning, um, I was you had to make an RSVP. <laughs> yeah, you had to make an RSVP, just RSVP, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Essentially, my alarm clock rang like 10 minutes before 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, I learned that the hard way because Thursday, I I woke up at 6.10. Oh, it should be fine. Nope. All gone. So yeah, 6 o'clock, 5.59 rolls around and I was able to get in. And I was able to get into the um, the 10 o'clock time slot that I got. Um and yeah, the whole experience was great. I mean, Derek also went to his time slot, was lucky enough, and unfortunately was not able to, and a bunch of people I know was not able to get in. Let me tell you something about, just for audience thing, of how screwy it was with the times, though. Uh, our uh, buddy Greg, who has not been on the show, but still, just for, we know him, uh, for point of reference, we were both sitting right in this hotel room next to each other, and we both did it, we're on our phones at exactly the same time, I got it, he didn't. That's how fluky and weird yeah. it was. It's flashbacks to the first time they, they, would, they were selling Comic-Con badges online. It's, oh god! Yeah, it's yeah. flashbacks to that because yeah. there's no waiting room, nothing like that. Everybody just tries refresh, to buy. Refresh, refresh. Exactly. So it, it, it was flashbacks to that. But yeah, the experience was great. Um, however, if you did not watch the show, I don't know if you will appreciate it as much. I would say not at all. Yeah, but it was. I, like I, a 20, I really don't think it would be interesting if you haven't watched the show. I think it would, that's just my opinion. I think it would be like really bizarre, right? Yeah, but you wouldn't understand. It's like, why is everyone being this weird, or what do these rooms represent? Yeah. Especially the one with the wellness room. Like they'd be yeah. like. What is the point of this? They yeah. wouldn't understand it. I want to watch this show now. I mean, by the it's way. only eight episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah something like that. That's yeah, only eight. Yeah, but yeah, it's like it's like why is I why are they giving me a different name? You know? Like, oh well, yeah, especially the thing with the when you walk into the um, the boardroom and they have a little speaker and stuff. Like, right. if you don't watch the show, you're like, why is this cool? Like, this is dumb. It's you're, like, no, 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 no. no. But you're, you're you're thinking maybe not everyone has an imagination and they can just I'm go not, with no, it. No, I'm not saying know? every single person would not like it, but I'm saying it is... It would be strange. It is 10, 15 times cooler when you've watched the show. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it does... But there is one section in, in the experience where it feels like 
they assume you know you've seen at least three fourths of the season because there's a one section in the computer room. Yep. Like if you didn't watch the show and that happened, that's spoilers to the show. Yeah. So that is very true, actually. Yeah. So it's like, why, like, why did they go there? Yeah. Should have just stuck with the whole like first episode spoilers only kind of situation. I'm curious. Right? I'm going to throw this at you while we're in the middle, as we didn't talk about this. Era. When you you went to the uh, computer room, did you look at the cameras? Yeah, they did. Were there was it the same thing with the people, the other groups? Is that what that was? Did you? Oh my god! It, yeah. It was, okay. The cameras were showing the other rooms and the other groups as they were going through the same experience as you. I thought that was stock footage. I mean, I guess it could have been. I mean, I didn't know them, uh-huh. but I was watching him, and I could see it was just regular people. So I mean, they could have just filmed a separate group and just ran the same footage over and over again. Who knows? It could no, have but been, that makes more it sense. It could have been though. looped. It could have been Considering looped. Lumen, that makes more sense. No, but right? I was yeah. it could have been looped, but at the same time, it was interesting because they literally could have just put like a blank screen or they could have just put something with actors or something, but you could tell they had uh, footage of the other people from other groups right. on the footage. And I'm just right. like, that is ama- that is some that good is, work. Yeah. That it's, is smart. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing I regret from that experience is that when I did the dance experience, once again, if you're not watching the show, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. But there's a dance experience in the experience, and I was dancing around with with some uh, with somebody called that. What do you call that thing? The I was Morocco. Using? Oh no, you have the tambourine. Tambourine. I was dancing around with the tambourine. I kind of wish I got on the video just to see how what 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 I did. That I'm but, mad because I'm an idiot and I was filming myself because uh, I wanted the lights behind me. The okay. ceiling. Yeah. So I was filming myself. I was as I was running around and I was holding the Morocco stuff. But then they turned to the conga line. And my phone... They did a conga line? They did a conga line. Oh, God. And and because I'm an idiot with, you know, technology, I was trying to flip the camera off of me and put it back, and I couldn't seem to do it with one hand. Because I'm holding the Morocco in one hand, I'm holding my phone in the other, and I'm trying to do it, and I just... I couldn't flip it in So the conga line ended before I was able to video it. Man, I kind of wish I was in your group. Because half the majority of my group were like... I was like, why did I get a conga line? Yeah, like, like the, major- the majority of my group were like a bunch of wallflowers. They were like standing in the corner, in the wall. Participate! No, but here's the thing that I was telling you. The, or I thought I told you. Maybe I, I told someone else. The the, the you were t- It says on the website, I think, or or on the email, and I think you told me. It's like the whole point is you have to... Uh, Act. You have to act out with the actors, and you have to say stuff to them, or they're you know you can't. You got to give them something so right. they can react to, right? Yeah. And the thing is, seventy five percent of the people in my group didn't. Oh, okay, okay. But there were a couple of us that did. I was one of them, of course, because I'm here to have a good time. Yeah. So, uh, um, so a couple of us did, but part of it is I will have to give credit to the actor itself because the actors that did the computer room for the music experience, they were really trying to draw it out of people and they were okay. really trying to make it happen oh, okay like gotcha, they gotcha. like i said the guy said let's do a con like people did it but they had to suggest it and tell the yeah. people to do it but then once they did everyone did do it and they were everyone was fully into it and everything oh, so good yeah good good anna sorry uh i know you just dozed off there because she didn't get the experience there, I, i'm so bummed i'm, so, way, I'm in salty a, in a way we we're like it's not spoilers because there's not plot points but it's kind of stuff that when she watches the show, she's like oh i really i really do want to watch the show after hearing your experiences there yeah show. no and I, mean, I know it's yeah. gonna it's gonna hinder with your you know gossip girl rewatch or hills no. rewatch or something i'm watching the bear right now oh the bear that's like half hour you can get done with that um yeah <laughs> All right, so uh, final notes. Oh, on, final notes in Comic Con. Final notes. Anna. Anna. Final notes. Um, it's great to be back. Um, I love seeing all my friends, even for a little bit. Um, I I found a bunch of cool art, uh, and yeah, I just 
it, it was it was nice to have this feeling back, and uh, I really hope that we make it to another con. Derek, uh, I had a like I said, I had a very 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 good time. Um, it's just one of those I've done this enough years to where one year to the next, one can be crap, one can be average, one can be great. I mean, I know that there's every chance that 2023 is going to be dog shit. So like, you know, that's, I just take it for what it is. You take the good years. It's never going to always be this good, but this is definitely, you know, a very, very good year for me. And, uh, I got to see a ton of friends. I know so many people that came to this people, either I saw them before the pandemic or if, even if I've seen recently. And for me, that is a huge thing to hang out with and be able to see so many people to make, hanging out at the convention so much better and we cannot leave without mentioning that uh there was another lumpia panel that the people got to have right they got to have their movie at comic-con at the real comic-con and then they had a screening they had a panel they had uh their signings after party it was but i mean they were able to finally get some proper exposure for themselves and have a really good representation at the big show and couldn't be happier for such a great uh wonderful people yeah, yeah I, I I was added to that. So Mark Munoz, you know the Filipino wrecking. I was letting you take that one from the <laughs> from the UFC man. Uh, but the after party, what, what was what was funny was that it was a small venue, uh, the Gaslamp Lumpia Factory, with the Gaslamp District in San Diego. Uh, very small venue, so it was packed. And then the bouncer was doing a quote unquote good job kicking people out. <sighs> that guy was. I was that outside. Guy was power trip hungry. That's uh, luckily, what he was. Luckily, luckily, uh, our friends were actually next to the uh, to the in the in the balcony, balcony, yeah, in the patio area. So we were just like outside that 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 gate, yeah, you know, talking to them. But once in a while, I'll try to go in, and nope, oh, sorry, can't go in yet. So it was it was humorous, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, one disappointment also is that compared to the previous years, I know Comic Con isn't known as the cosplay convention. But man, there was, there was a lot of cosplay. Not a lot. Dude, WonderCon kicked its ass. Yeah, yeah. WonderCon, like so many other. There conventions. was more at LA Comic Con. Yeah, wow. so many other conventions do really work at, at cosplay, but for whatever reason, Comic Con has never actually met that goal. But not anymore. this bad. But this one was like, wow, nobody's like cosplay. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. I've never taken so few cosplay pictures. I know. I felt like I, I wasn't didn't even take it, it up. There wasn't even like the cliche Batman or the cliche <laughs> Punisher or anything. Nothing. Yeah. It yeah. was very lackluster in that department. And the oh. most popular cosplay was uh, Eddie Munson from Stranger Things. <laughs> I only saw one. <laughs> Really? I saw yeah. multiple of them. So many Eddie right? Munson. Yeah. yeah. yeah the Hellfire saw, Club shirt. Yeah, even I saw that. You know, I, th- I took a picture of one guy can, with, with a rock band guitar. Can, so can I quickly yeah. throw one negative? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. And this isn't the fault of necessarily Comic-Con, but it is... And this is maybe my personal opinion. You guys can weigh in if you want. In my opinion, the security guards had a severe dick thing this oh, year. They you, were you met way... They were huge jerks this year. I'm not saying, of course, 100% of them, mm-hmm. but I I could not believe the power trip, we're going to yell at you and scream at you and try to like throw our chest out at you more than I can ever remember. Like, where did this happen? Is this a Hall H thing? No. Where, where was this at? Uh, exhibit Hall. Really? really? Yes. I did not experience any of that. I did not experience any I, of that. Like I said, I, I, you know, it's all, it all depends where you are and stuff. I even told David Glasser in the interview that you didn't listen to yet that, that hey, your staff, the, the security people were actually pretty cool this year. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> that, well, here's the thing. Well, I, like, ju- I just realized what I wanted to complain about. Oh, okay. Well, no, the que- when you asked any questions for him, uh-huh. I just realized uh-huh. I had some. Oh, well, okay. next uh, year. I mean, in, well, in comparison, though, like, you know who were really pleasant? 
all the people at the front that were manning the scanning booths, yeah. or the people yeah, that were out, they were a lot nicer, or the people that were out front of the doors, or the people. Yep. No, no, no. no it was one no. almost didn't let me go back into the hall at four fourteen. Okay, okay, we all just agreed. We all had different experiences. I'm saying because, yeah. like you said, you just said you didn't exhibit ones on the floor, and I did. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm saying exactly. like, a lot of the people that I saw in front of the the doors, they were really like if you had a question or something, they were very pleasant. A lot of the people I saw upstairs in the sales, they were very pleasant. But for some reason, the ones on the on the floor, man, I met so many ones. I just want someone to smack them up the side of the head. I think they didn't like you. I don't care if they liked me. No, it wasn't even necessarily to me. It wasn't them yelling like at everyone? me. They were yelling at other people. Wow. I just, I don't even know. I barely saw security guards till today. <laughs> well, it, 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 it was all around Hulu, Netflix. Oh, uh, so see, I stayed away from those Yeah, see, Marvel, like, all yeah. the big ones, they were just yelling at the top of their lungs and screaming at people. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I came back, the last thing I did in the convention was the talkback thing. And apparently, a lot of complaints about the whole H-lines that I was not aware about. Well, I wouldn't know that because I never... Yeah, exactly. I, I, think, I think it really does help if you, you try to avoid those kind of big areas yeah. kind of thing and then you'll enjoy comic-con a lot more yeah i'm just, it's like yeah it's like i can't think of one security guard that yelled at anyone in small press <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know the, like the, the drama right there you yeah. know yeah uh, or, or like i didn't see any security guards yelling at people in artist alley yeah. <laughs> but you know what I, I, I don't want to end this on a negative note so real quick okay. positive of comic-con anna huh real quick positive Comic-Con. positive was um getting to see all your beautiful faces oh that's nice Derek. Uh, positive was the offsites were spectacular, and there, and in a way, I feel there weren't as many as there normally were. They felt uh, more just compacted and close by to Comic Con because a lot of times they do ones you got to walk like six blocks or like they're in some restaurant that's like four streets oh, over. Yeah. A lot of them were literally just across the street, like and that that's though. it. Huh? I know. I feel like that though. Uh, I, don't like like, like, I don't like having like, to go sit down It's far. almost like an adventure going to, going to the gas station yeah. and finding I don't this. have time. Yeah, well, we didn't have those kind of things this I year. didn't even make it to <laughs> movies because I didn't have time to go all the way down there because it was so far away. Yeah, and the last positive is yeah, the Petco Interactive Zone, which I've always See, done. See, there's another example. Too yeah, far. Which I've all. Too far? It's right across the street. Yeah, but it's all the way to the right of Hall H and across the street. I'm not saying oh, that. God's I'm sense. not saying they shouldn't have ones there. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying the sense of I did all the stuff that was closer. Um, I've always considered the Petco Interactive Zone like like oh it's the freebie <laughs> it's the freebie activation for for people who you know can go to Comic Con. I, I think that area is great. I think they always do a good job there. Yeah, that's they the do. thing though. But I did make this it. year was spectacular. They actually had some boots that I, I that I thoroughly enjoyed. If you go to my Instagram, you will see them. Like everyone the, see everyone the thing, Albert with the arrow. The tarot thing is pretty awesome. The Nintendo was had a presence there. You know, Black Adam had a thing going there. You should see the video for that one on my Instagram as well. Man, uh, I did see it. Oh, no, no. And all that stuff. There. I'm salty. I missed that too. Yeah. Mm. The, the, the Petco Interactive Zone, this is the first year where I said, wow, this, this was actually a pretty great experience going there. Was, uh, you went on Thursday, right? I went on Thursday. Okay, so there wasn't a massive line? I was there when right when it opened. Oh, Coincidentally. Gotcha. I was, okay, okay. I happened okay. to, the shuttle bus dropped me off over there. I'm like, oh, this is a short line. I'll, let me just stand over here. And then, boom. 50 minutes later, I was inside. I was just good at getting up early. Yeah, I, I was lucky this year with certain things like Severance and the Petco experience and the Gray Man thing with that Derek got me in for the press thing. Oh, uh, so yeah, it, it's been, happy to hang with you. It, it's been, it was been a pleasant experience. Comic-Con has been a pleasant experience for me. I really I, enjoyed I it. I have very few complaints. Very few complaints, myself. Yeah. 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 All Which right. is a rarity. All right, there we go. Comic-Con 2022 is over officially with this podcast being released. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. 
My name's Anna. You can find me on social media at Anna Voltage or on my other shows, Pop Present Power, Most Extreme Ranking Challenge. Derek? Uh, I am on the Bird and the Camera apps uh, as the Geek Potato. And I have my show, The Geekdom Fancast, with these two lovely people sometimes and other lovely people. And hopefully I will find a way to get my Comic-Con episode out as well. So please listen to it when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, three months from now. Probably. Right. <laughs> hey. Music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us and everything else can be found on whowhatwhereswhy.com as well as the show notes. Uh, this was episode 582 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. Alright, here we go. We're about to be done. Comic-Con 2022 is almost over. Just waiting for that sad announcement saying it's over. Everybody's still here. That's really good ways, I guess. But here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The, 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 the school teacher is like turning down the lights. Didn't really get to hear what he had to say. But I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. It's not over. I didn't hear it. It's not over. It's not over. Alright, Comic Con. Until next year. I should add in a blurb like, and sometimes you can find me on the Geekdom fan, t- fan cast no. show. You, you're supposed to, you always should publicize with most extreme ranking. Most uh, extreme ranking. I just realized that we can see inside other people's rooms. I never realized that till right now. <laughs> I know. Is it well, just I me? Was really yeah. Distra- yeah, I, I, was, I was people watching a lot. I like I know, I've been in this room for four days. I never noticed till so right now. don't walk in the nude. I mean, I don't do that anyways, but it's interesting to know that maybe other people don't I care. I know. Like, I yeah, here, see my wang.